This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. Welcome in. It's Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman and Wendell Epps here with you. Magic Paul last night, an absolute epic game in Sacramento. A double overtime. Very disappointing loss, but you got to be proud of the effort. Your boys put out there last night. 138-135 was the final score. Magic now 0-3 on this four-game road trip in three games against Phoenix, Golden State, Sacramento Kings, some of the iron of the Western Conference. Uh, And he just came up short in all three of them. And last night, it was, boy, uh, up against the wall. The injuries went out. It's going to take us through the timeline of how the day unfolded yesterday and then last night and then into this morning back here on the East Coast. But the bottom line is Magic Fall, 138-135 to the Sacramento Kings. And yesterday, Dante and I decided, okay, Wendell Epps is going to get his shot. He's going to take the show on Thursday. Dante and I both calling the games uh, on the Magic Radio Network and on Ballet Sports Florida. And we had no idea that Wendell was going to have a treat like this to try to recap for us, um, it was a disappointing loss last night, Wendell, but it was it was a game I think that you and I looked at each other at the end and we said, uh, boy, the, the, the fellas can be proud of the effort they put out there last night. So, Wendell, you're up. Take me through your experience yesterday. Let's talk about this game, uh, an epic loss in double overtime in Sacramento. Um, but an enjoyable broadcast nonetheless and, uh, and, and an unforgettable night in Northern California. Man, that was something else. It was a memorable night in Orlando, Jake, right? <laughs> we, we were there past 1 a.m. called the game. And, uh, I mean, just shout out to you. Great call to do it solo. Late night game like that on the East Coast. Uh, job well done, sir. I know that has to be one of your favorite games you've ever done. I appreciate it. It was. It was, the you know, the only thing. We, we couldn't get the cherry on top of the Sunday at the end uh, and steal a win. But uh, but take us through it. I mean, it, it was a record-setting night, not, not to mention for the team, yep. Paulo Bancaro. Um, let's just go through from, from a few, what, about an hour before tip off, we get news that Cole Anthony was going to miss that one magic already banged up on the injury front. That was just one more blow, a quad contusion. Uh, and then things got worse five minutes into the basketball game window. Exactly. Cole gets ruled out less than two hours before the game. And then you have a change in the starting lineup too, right? Gary Harris slides in, Anthony Black goes to the bench. So you're doing some different rotation minutes as AB takes on that point guard role off the bench. And then. Early in the first quarter, Franz Wagner goes down with a sprained right ankle. So things just seem like they're just getting worse and worse. And uh, Franz X-rays did come back negative, so that's at least a, a positive sign. We'll see uh, where that goes. And then you have Treblin Kui, the, the two-way player, uh, checking in as a first sub of the game for the Magic. And Treblin ended up playing a, a lot of minutes for Orlando last night, 38 minutes uh, for Treblin, which if you would have told me that heading into the game, I would have been like, you're, you're nuts. I don't think that's going to happen. But it did. Uh, he, he played a, a very solid game offensively and defensively. Uh, and then you have Gary Harris leaving the game uh, at, at halftime as well. So more injuries continue to pile up. Uh, you head into the second half. Uh, Paulo Bancaro had a career night, career high, 43 points. Uh, he goes down with the ankle injury, and you think, uh-oh, okay, well, now we have no chance. Uh, Paulo runs off, heads to the locker room, but 
uh, the strong player that he is, gets right back on the floor, and uh, we needed him. Played a huge role for us. Hero ball, right? Paulo Bancaro. Uh, I, I just got to say, man, like, we've seen Paulo get a lot of recognition, Jake, right? The, the past couple uh, games, especially on this West Coast, from KD, Steph Curry, uh, Mike Brown even praised him last night. Just, I mean, I, I feel like at this point, he, he's got to be a lot to be an all-star, right? Yeah, I, okay, let's put a pin in it here because first and foremost, I mean, I think that case was made last night. I, I, Paulo Bancaro taking the Sacramento Kings to double overtime. And I'd say Paulo Bancaro because it really was. I mean, he scored 18 straight points as we got to uh, from, from regulation in overtime. This game went to double overtime. We're still going to get to all of that. But, but first and foremost, let's just talk about Paulo rolling his ankle very, very painfully looking. On the <laughs> I, I I saw that video go out. <laughs> oh my goodness! And and we're watching it over and over again. And I think I think my call on the broadcast was this is insane because Paulo screamed very very loudly, and so yeah. you knew. And and he did not say any any words that we can allow on the air, although they got on the air. Um, you knew how much pain the guy was in, and it was just okay. When it rains and pours, this is this is we're just resigned to this fate right now. This team. Um, can't catch a break, and then, and I think we miscalculated. I think it was actually a minute forty-seven seconds of game time it took for Paulo Bancaro to go to the back. I assume he got taped up, come back out, and he's back in that game. I mean, for this to be a regular season game that, in the grand scheme of things, is just one of eighty-two, and for it to mean that much to Paulo Bancaro, I think numbers aside, and and we have plenty of time to talk about his All-Star case as far as the numbers go. Um, but that kid's a dog, man. I mean, that just shows you what it means to him, what a competitor he is. He was not going to lose that game, sprained ankle or not, um, or at the very least, he was going to go down swinging, and and that's what you saw last night. Magic were down by twelve at half. Like this was a game that it just sort of felt like, okay, we you we don't have our full complement of players. It's just one of those nights. We'll pack it in, and we'll see what happens in Denver on Friday night. And Paulo was, like, not on my watch. I mean, I just think it speaks so much to the character of that young man that he made sure he got his butt back in the game in the third quarter. I mean, he was barely gone, Wendell, and he was back right. out there. And, I mean, he's playing heavy minutes with, like you said, Treble and Queen. Chuma comes in as Paulo comes down. He ends up playing the rest, uh, a, a regulation overtime, double overtime, or a lion's share of it. Um, I just I, I can't say enough about Paulo Bancaro. What we've seen in a year and a half here in Central Florida, but last night, I mean, that was that was one for the ages. It was, and I always feel like on these West Coast trips, you learn so much about your guys. And on the second night of a back-to-back, too, right? Yep. Paulo comes out and plays 40-plus minutes, and, and and you mentioned it, Jake. I mean, the guys he was playing with, he, he hasn't played with Treble and Queen yet this season con- consistently, and then there he is heading in a double overtime game with them. Uh, but it just shows you, you know, Ben Carroll, good players know how to play uh, with whoever they're, they're playing with on the floor. And, of course, Paulo had that big bucket uh, in overtime uh, to, to score uh, that uh, game-time bucket to send the game into double OT. Almost had a chance to tie the game to send it to triple overtime uh, in the second overtime period. Uh, but I, I didn't even realize that that Ben Carroll scored every single basket uh, towards the end of the fourth quarter and all of overtime until after the game. I was like, I really, how did that happen? Same. I I was sitting there, and you know, there's just so much going on as we're broadcasting yeah. those games. You're cutting up highlights. We've got Tyler right. over there who's doing runs and stuff for me. Um, and and you talk about so much going on. There was so much going on in that game last night. Period. Officiating. We're in foul trouble. We're in the bonus. Um, you don't know what the rotations are looking like, and you're just like, do we have Mo? Should we go back to Mo? You you know, because Coach Mosley was sitting there 
He did the old dance with who brung you, and I supported 100%. He said, these are the guys who got us back in the game. These are the guys who are playing hard right now. These are the guys who we're going to roll with. And that that was Chuma Caleb, right? Uh, Trembling Queen. I, I, I mean, I was, I was so proud of what you saw from Trevlin last night. Just throw it out there, and he's like, "I'm I'm going to maximize my opportunity. I'm going to get, um, I, I I'm going to make sure that I I don't know if I'm going to get this opportunity again. So I'm going to make sure, um, that I get the film out there and that I bust my butt for. You know, what did he play last night? Treble and Queen played 38 minutes in that game last night. Mm-hmm. The guy probably woke up yesterday with no idea he was going to play at all, and then boom, you're out there for 38 minutes. I thought he was fantastic. Um, but you're right, like you know. The 18 straight, that was one of those things I get done, and I hop on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll score 18 straight. <laughs> we, we didn't even have the handle on all that. But, uh, but yeah, that was, that, was, uh, that, was pretty, that was pretty spectacular from Paulo and from everybody else. And all that said, like, you, you end up forcing the game into overtime and then into double overtime. Um, you come up a little bit short because of what Malik Monk was able to do. Wendell, this has been the worst three-point shooting team in the league, and you know by whatever metric you want to look at, one of the worst five three-point shooting teams in the league. Twenty-five of forty-four last night. We set a franchise record. We made twenty-five three-pointers last night, and the amazing thing is that you end up uh, losing that game. But uh, I, I mean, where did that come from? I had no clue that that sort of shooting explosion was going to show up. Twelve made threes between Paulo and Jalen Suggs, and let's give Jalen his flowers real fast. Guy could barely stand up by the end of the game. He played 39 minutes, defended De'Aaron Fox better than probably anybody has all season long. Um, between Paolo and Jalen, those dudes were absolute warriors last night. They absolutely were. I mean, they they had to take more of a leadership role with, with Franz Wagner out. Obviously, Cole was out, so you, you weren't able to get that spark plug off the bench. Uh, but boy, I mean, Caleb Houston and Jumo KK had, had a big reason uh, with that franchise record, right? Caleb, four three-pointers on the night. Chuma, three three-pointers. Uh, had his little outburst to start the fourth quarter, uh, which I loved hearing uh, your, your whole call of the broadcast for that because, I mean, man, for, I'm just so happy for for a guy like Chuma, right? You know, somebody who hasn't gotten consistent minutes yet this season and then last night, you know, steps in and, and really was the X factor, I think, in, in the magic, you know, being able to keep that game close and, and, and send it into overtime. And it just shows you the, the depth of this team. Yes, uh, Paulo deserves all the flowers. He was a star of the show last night. Uh, but I really think Treble and Caleb Chuma, those guys, uh, that stepped up. Uh, they they deserve just as much praise uh, because what they did. I mean, that, that's not easy to do on the second night of back to back. No, it's um. I I think it's you know it can be really easy to settle in. I've been doing this a long time, Wendell, and sometimes you take it for granted. It's you know it, it can turn into work. Um, that was one of those kind of renew your your drive and motivation and and your cup of. Uh, this is why we do this, right? Um, to see in treble and queen, a guy whose story is, you know, it's been a long winding journey for him and by no means has treble and queen arrived. And I think he'd be the first to tell you there's still a long path ahead of him. Um, but you know, this is a guy who when he, in 2016, he's playing Juco basketball and he slept in a car for a week with his, <laughs> with his teammates. Um, now it's cause they got thrown out of a retirement home where they were staying. Um, that type of stuff as you're, as you're chasing your basketball dreams, and then, you know, I think it speaks to the idea of you stay prepared so you don't have to get prepared. And he was ready for that opportunity when it arose, and you never quite know when it's going to, to be there. Um, but, you know, Chuma and Caleb, we're just so happy for those guys to have pounced on the opportunity when it, when it arose. And uh, I woke up this morning with, with just the gratitude for what we're allowed to do 
with our life window and 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 professionally the the fact that we get to be in and around this game and even though it ended up being a loss it felt like a win for all of us last night just to see those guys get their chance and to take advantage of it absolutely i mean this being my first full season working in the nba you know i remember you telling me before the season uh, we have to work all those west coast games remotely and and we have to do pre-game the actual broadcast and post game so we'll be there till 2 a.m and i was like oh okay this is going to be different uh but boy last night was just one of those games i could have been there till 5 a.m would have been completely happy because just so proud and for a personal note i mean uh, having called uh, all the osceola home games so far this season seeing traveling up close multiple times i'm not surprised what he did last night the guy's a dog uh, he, his work ethic's incredible and so happy for him that he got his opportunity two things quickly before the break shout out to the new coffee machine that was put into kia center this year because that was an <laughs> absolutely one of the clutch performers for me last night i'll have um, to try one of those sometime uh, I, I you're not a coffee guy give it another 10 years or something like <laughs> that of those west coast broadcasts and you'll come around um the second thing is real quick before the break just tell me about what you've seen from treble and just kind of that 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 gave you an idea that maybe he was ready for that opportunity he, he impressed all of us going back to preseason i mean i i, I remember watching calling those preseason games and saying okay if it's not here this dude is absolutely going to have a look at some point this year, he just plays hard, right? He's he's um, he gets after it defensively, and on the offensive end, um, he's a pretty well-rounded player. I think he's pretty crisp. He's fast. Uh, we know he's not afraid of taking big shots. But last night, you know, it was Paulo's show, and then you got the sharpshooters around. Yeah, I thought he did a good job of facilitating last night. I mean, he was essentially your your de facto point guard. Um, what have you seen from Osceola that that uh, that you can speak to his development so far this season? I would say some of the biggest things with Treble is his is, uh, is athleticism, right? I mean, he's a he's a fast player, and in the G League, those games are much more fast paced. They're high score are. Yes, uh, they're kind of like how the game was last night, which is why I think Treble was able to just adapt to it so well and so naturally was because he's used to playing in these high scoring, fast paced games, and, and you know he's somebody that that also has taken on a leadership role uh, in Osceola as well, being the two way guy. You know, the the guys. Uh, that are always looking at those two-way players uh, to take the reins and to mentor them. And uh, Treblin's, uh, you know, he, he's an older guy. He's he's, he's 26, uh, I believe. So, you know, Treblin's somebody that, that's been around the block for a while, has some NBA experience, um, and he, he's done a good job down in Osceola, top five scores, so really solid player. All right, well, that will go ahead and take us to break now. When we come back, we'll recap more of what we saw last night, the chaotic game between the Magic and the Kings, and we'll also look ahead to what the Magic have next. That and more on Magic Drive Time right here, 96.9 The Game. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance? Maybe decibels? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fellow. young fellow. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Now listen up. In business, to have a winning streak, you need a dependable partner by your side. 
a lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded. When it comes to agility and performance, City National Bank, the official bank of the Orlando Magic, has the playbook to help you take your best shot. Visit citynational.com for more information. City National Bank is member FDIC. Great dishes begin with top quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. After catching a Magic game, you want to go home and relax, not go grocery shopping. Kroger Delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient. Order at Kroger.com or on the Kroger app, and our friendly, uniformed associates will deliver fresh, affordable food, household items, and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door. Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today. Today, we have two very special guests on our program. Introducing Lem hey. and Lime. Hello. For Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Thanks for having us. What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda? It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon lime flavor, and it's caffeine-free. Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're both important. So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No, that doesn't sound right. Oh, I like it. So you saying hip-hop could be hop-hip. Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Orlando Magic. Get the Orlando Magic mobile app presented by Verizon and view player stats in real time, as well as the latest team news and must-see videos. Don't miss out on all of the amazing features available in the Orlando Magic app. Join the monthly giveaways and stay in the loop with our top stories and exclusive content. Stay up to date with personalized updates on your favorite players and all the Magic news that truly matters to you. Don't wait any longer. Download the Orlando Magic app today. Chuma KK is going to inbound, and here we go. Three seconds left. Magic down two. Chuma into Paolo. He got to the rack. He laid it up and in. Ben Carroll flipped it up and in. The Kings defense fell asleep. Paolo got there. There's still 1.1 seconds left, and somehow we're tied again. All right, well, that was Jake Chapman's electric call of Paolo Bencaro's game-time basket that sent the game into double overtime last night. Magic fall to the Kings 138-135, to but Paolo Bencaro puts up a career-high 43 points in 45 minutes. That call of the game is brought to you by Glyph from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glyph by Ring Central. Visit Glyph.com to learn more. Magic Fall, tough one, 0-3 West Coast trip. But Paolo Bencaro, Jake, I was looking at his stats on this West Coast trip so far. 32.7 points per game, 8.3 rebounds, 6 assists. And how about this? He's making over 3.5 three-pointers a game. I mean, we know Paolo's obviously an electric finisher inside the rim, but outside, his perimeter shooting starting to grow a lot as well. 
Yeah, and that's something, Wendell, that, you know, we've been complaining about. And obviously it was like an explosion last night from him, from Jalen, from everybody on the floor knocking down threes. But um, Paulo is, you know, and that's what Mike, I think exactly what Mike Brown said after the game. If he's going to hit six threes, if he's going to be knocking down threes like that, then it's over for the rest of the league. Think about Giannis, right? And I'm not saying Paulo is Giannis, but the way they defend him is, okay, you back way off, and if you can get him to step into a three, then that's fine. Well, Giannis ain't Paulo as far as shooting the ball from the perimeter. So we know Bank Harrell can get wherever he wants to get because of his athleticism, physicality, that bully ball we're always talking about. But now if teams, if guys are backing off him, daring him to shoot, which last night he was like, okay, much obliged, and he was just drilling him. I, I have no idea how teams are supposed to defend the kid. I mean, to be doing it at this age too, the understanding of the game, and I mean, it's he's getting better this year. Like there, like last year, right around this time, and granted it was his rookie season, um, he had a bit of a slump. And it, it was February where it got um, really bad shooting the ball from the perimeter specifically. I think he made one three in the entire month of February last year. Um, it's the the jumper is coming around, and that is scary for the rest of the league. Yeah, this guy's only twenty one years old, by the way. He scored thirty plus points five times this season, forty plus points twice. Uh, just very impressive effort. Uh, by Paulo Carroll. Let's take a look at our road ahead now. It's powered to you by Ticketmaster. Uh, Magic will go ahead tomorrow and wrap up their West Coast trip in Denver against the Nuggets. That game will be played at 9 o'clock, pregame 8.30 on Valley Sports Florida, as well as right here on 96.9 The Game. And then Sunday, we're finally back home, Jake. Uh, we'll take on the Atlanta Hawks. So schedule, of course, it, it feels like this is becoming a routine, but it's not getting any easier. We have the defending champs tomorrow night, and then Sunday, uh, we have a high-flying Atlanta Hawks team at Kia Center. And that's going to be a 6 o'clock tip on Sunday, which, you know, as far as the body clock goes, the boys are going to be on 3 o'clock Pacific time still, right? It still takes a day or two typically when you get back uh, to get your body clock right. So we can't even get to 7 o'clock on Sunday. we got to do it an hour early. So, And they always say that first game after a long road trip is is, is kind of like an away game. So um, it's, it's Atlanta. We owe those guys from the last time we saw them in Mexico City. We got to worry about the Denver Nuggets first. I mean, this was no matter what you talk about schedule losses. This was like a four schedule loss road trip, right? Like this has been a brutal trip out west. But no matter what, even though you're zero and three, I feel like you got to be confident with the way you're playing basketball right now. From from one through eighteen, right? Like everybody's got an opportunity basically um, on roster, and so you roll in there to Denver tomorrow night. Don't know who will have uh, as far as availabilities go, and I'm guessing we won't have a ton of guys back because. Um, you know, there's there there are injuries on that report that that don't seem like they're going to heal in 48 hours. Uh, but we'll see. We'll, we'll go out there with whoever we have. We've got Chuma and Trevelin and Caleb out there tomorrow. Uh, then I like our chances still because I know how hard those guys are going to fight. Yeah, you know, those guys are always going to give 110% effort no matter what. And, uh, of course, you got a four-game road trip uh, starting next week uh, in Miami, back-to-back Miami and OKC. So not getting any easier for the Magic. Uh, but last thing, Jake, uh, I, I just want to get – your thoughts uh, overall on, on you know, we, we've talked a lot about Paulo, of course. Uh, we talked a little bit about Jalen Suggs. Why don't we talk about him a little bit more? Because I feel like, you know, with some of these injuries, Jalen, uh, you know, his offensive role might might be coming up a little bit more and 20-plus points last night for him. Just overall, you know, obviously this season, I feel like he's made a big name for himself. What have you seen from him and the way he's been able to grow? Yeah, I thought, I mean, last night, he it, it felt like Jalen was wearing down a little bit. It's hard to defend with the tenacity and the intensity that Jalen Suggs does night in and night out. Um, and he's asked to do so much on that end. And you and I have talked a lot about in the broadcast and Tyler about 
night in and night out in this league, what you're dealing with in the backcourt, right? Oh, okay, AB, you got Aaron Fox. All right, I got Malik Monk tonight. Okay, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll switch it up. Um, it's just one after another. Last night, Aaron Fox had one of his worst games of the season, and that was largely because of what Jalen Suggs was able to do. Now, Malik Monk kind of picked it up, um, you know, picked up the slack for De'Aaron, but I think for Jalen, and, and he bounced back last night. I think he had one steal in the four games prior to last night, and it felt like he was kind of hitting the skids a little bit, had those back-to-back 20-point games, and then he had a, a, a couple rock, rocky shooting nights the last two. Last night, it all came together. He was knocking down threes. He had two steals, two blocks, was defending De'Aaron Fox. He's just, there's going to be games like that where Jalen, you know, doesn't have his legs under him shooting the basketball. Um, we're we're, we're going to have to deal with those because of how much he gives you on the other end. thought he was fantastic last night. One of the reasons you were able to stick in that game. And it's still stuff that doesn't necessarily show up in the box score. Last night, yes, he knocks down six threes, two steals, two blocks, all that good stuff. But look no further than De'Aaron Fox and and, and, and the numbers he's putting up night in and night out against 28 other teams uh, in the NBA. And then last night, 44 minutes on the floor. He did get the game winner, but he was 6 of 22, 0 for 5 from three-point range. Turned the ball over three times, 15 points. He held them to half of his average last night. I thought Jalen played a heck of a game. And he's just, you know, he does something that nobody else on this team does at that level, which is pester ball handlers. Um, fight over screens and just make life basically a living hell at <laughs> opposing backcourts. Um, he was great last night, and he's been really good all season long. Well, he'll be tasked with Jamal Murray tomorrow night, so that should be interesting to see how all of that plays out. And then Trey Young on Sunday, so a lot of challenges coming up for Jalen Suss, but we know he got it. All right, well, that'll do it for today's edition of Magic Drive Time. Jake, always a pleasure hopping on with you. Great job. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Nice job. Yes, sir. All right. That'll do it for us. He's Jake Chapman. I'm Wendell Epps. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here, 96.9 The Game.